0: Hello, everybody. It's the Free State of Mind. What is this is episode four now. Guys, playoffs started, and I could talk about the first night of the playoffs, but I'm not. I need to start with what happened last night when I called it. I told you, to, I told you the Trailblazers could get a win out here. I, you know what? It's rude of me. Let me let let me get my shit together because uh, I don't know if y'all noticed. I'm gonna open a beer right now. Because it's always happy hour when it's dame time. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Ice cold beverage. Speaking of ice cold, them Lakers shooters last night. You know what? I'm going to let them live for a minute. Play the intro. <laughs> we ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. Guys that Durant, it to be deeper if uh, if you all lose this game, will you join that team next season? Say what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. I niggas tripping. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Cleveland, this is for you. What can I say? Mamba out. I mean, I I said this would go to seven. I'm going to lead with that. I said this would go to seven. I can still be wrong about this. But I heard people saying sweep. I, I heard people saying that the hottest hand in the league right now would get swept. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's Dame time. I'm going to sip my drink again on it. Shouts out to, uh, to Dame Dollar winning me uh, 55 bucks last night. I said, fuck it. Let's throw 16 on these niggas. Let's see what happens. And exactly what I thought would happen happened. Lakers got a lot of big men. That's the one thing, uh, one of many things I noticed. Lakers got a lot of big men out there. that's cool. I, I I guess they were anticipating the Bucks in the finals. More on that later. <laughs> but you're going against the Portland Trailblazers right now, who don't have a lot of height. Uh I mean... You have Nurkic, he did his thing out there. He was getting tossed around a lot. Stood his ground, picked up five fouls. Uh, but he, he, he was doing the best he could. Got his usual double-double, high double-double. Um, outside of that, you have... Uh, you, you don't have a lot of height that can hurt you in the scoring department. So, what do you do? What do the Lakers do? You got those big men out there for seemingly no reason. Your shooters aren't hitting shots. Uh, Danny Green just, what, he took, what, 12 threes or 12 shots? Didn't hit nearly enough of them. Kyle Kuzma gets 14 points, a lot down the stretch. I want to say six down the stretch when they needed it. It was looking like they were going to pull away on this. Uh, But he got 14 points off of 14 shots. That's not efficient. Uh, don't even get me started with KCP Uh, one point and you started and you only had one point this isn't the first time he's done that he's done that I want to say two or three times this season now Sit my beer again because man those numbers suck Uh, Deion Waiters only played one and a half minutes J.R. Smith didn't get in at all I'm thinking maybe you could have used those minutes differently. Now, KCP was hustling on defense, and he's not getting any credit for that because he only had one point, so that's uh, rightfully so. He's getting criticized. But I don't see JR helping that much on the defensive end as well as KCP can. I don't see Deion Waiters doing that either, but this is a shooter's league. I'm going with the shot makers over the OK defenders. I just them. Uh, LeBron's probably flipping out, sitting there watching this. He's probably having flashbacks to when Danny Green set the playoff record or the finals record for threes in a series. Uh, that's not the same nigga. That was 2014. That was six years ago. He is now 31 years old and he just looks frail. He looks pale. He looks frail. He looks like he doesn't belong out there. He just doesn't. But I, I believe he'll get it together. Because they really have no other options. Okay, let's say you sub out him and KCP. And you put out Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith. Honestly, I think you get more buckets there. That. That, that's probably your only choice. Danny Green's not playing crazy defense. KCP is playing okay defense. What do you have to lose here? You, you could lose game two by, you know, just hitting your head against the wall, doing the same shit over, which I believe is the definition of uh, insanity. So switch it up. I believe in Frank Vogel. I believe in him. LeBron out there, triple-double. High triple-double. Very very nasty numbers. Matter of fact, I gotta pull him up just to say him because I don't want anybody to blame him on this. Though he was making excuses. Uh, the boy balled out. The man balled out. You gotta give him credit. 23 points. You get that number up. Uh, 17 rebounds, 16 assists. Let's say all 16 of those assists are two-pointers. That's 32 points he's accounting for. Adding in his 23. He's making up about half, more than half, of the scoring there. So, come on, guys. He's accounting for 80-plus points there. How much did they score last night? 93. 93. Wow, I should have been on them to not get 100 points. You didn't eclipse 100 points against... Maybe the worst defensive team in the playoffs. I would say so. I would say the Trailblazers are the worst defensive team right now. But you couldn't tell because Hassan Whiteside gets five blocks in the game. Two down the stretch that were pivotable. One that set up Dame time. I'll drink again on that. Hey, shout out to Kenny Jet Smith putting disrespect on Steph Curry's name. Saying he doesn't think that, uh, Steph can shoot like that. Oh, how quickly we forget. I may not like Steph Curry. That's an understatement. I hate him. I have wished death upon this man jokingly and sometimes not jokingly. Uh, I have said ill things about his family that I probably shouldn't say, but I'll never meet him, so fuck him. Uh,. Don't put no disrespect on his name. I get it. D-Lil has shot 43% from way downtown all season. Fantastic. I don't think Steph's ever done that. But Steph is the originator of this shit. And you will give credit when credit is due. I may be a hater, but I ain't no dummy. Despite what my high school teachers might say. Um, Anthony Davis comes in. I I, I keep saying it. I keep saying it on here. Before I get into them, let's let's look at the stats real quick. Uh, here's the thing. You get 28 points, 11 rebounds, only one assist, two steals, two blocks. Love that. Shot 8 of 24, 33% from the floor. Why Why are you taking all these jumpers? What are you doing? That's Yusuf Nurkic. Put him in the post. I get it. They're gonna run Whiteside and Nurkic together. That might not continue to be the thing. Uh, but you gotta get in the post, man. Not just to score in the post. You only have one assist. You can create. <clears throat> you can create out of the post. I know you can. You move like a guard, therefore you should pass somewhat like a guard. I know he can, because he does. We just didn't get it last night. I think that will change either the score. He will be involved in the scoring. Whether it's him getting the bucket or him moving the ball, it's going to happen. But it's hard to get assists when you get a light double team in the post and the guy gets open and he just bricks. It's hard. Trust me, I'm a Joel Embiid fan. I'm a Sixers fan. I get it. I may talk a lot of shit about both of those parties, but I understand. It was not a good night for Lakers shooters. It wasn't a great night for the Trailblazers either. They just did what I knew they would do. Once the clock strikes 12 in his dame time, drink again. Flames ignite. He's got the hot hand. It becomes contagious. Mellows hidden shots. Putting the game away. Once again, shout out to Carmelo. I've put, I've never been a fan. Of, I've never been a fan of him and his like rep and all that. His game, I've never had a problem with. There were moments last night where I'm like, why the fuck are you taking a mid range right now? This isn't the time. We don't need a deep mid range, a a jab step into a mid range. Come on, stop it, stop it. But respect to him putting the game away. Uh there's really not a lot I can go into there. I like I've I've said, A D, this comes down to you, man. If you're going to advance to the finals and possibly win it, you can't just do what you always do. That's not what elite players do in the playoffs. I believe Shaq said it last night, and I've known this for a long time. You got to up them points by about five. You got to get that extra block. You got to hustle a little extra harder. You got to be cleaner at the line. And you got to show out. He did not show out last night. LeBron did. He, uh, let's play off LeBron. He's doing this thing. The points could be higher. The points were higher, they would have won. But that shoulda, coulda, woulda. The Lakers need to tighten it up. I believe they will. I still have them winning this series. If it's not in seven, it doesn't matter. I believe that they will win. But I believe that they needed to get punched in the mouth. There were two teams that needed to be punched in the mouth severely. And it's usually number one seeds that need that. And last night, we got them both. The Magic beat the Bucks. It needed to happen. I've been trying to tell you guys all year, you can play as hard as you want in the regular season. Especially in the East, there are teams that just aren't going that hard. Not because they can't, just because they won't. What are they playing for? They're not going into the playoffs, and some teams get in the playoffs and they just lay down. The Brooklyn Nets are laying down because bigger things are coming their way, but the magic ain't the Nets. They ran it back. They did not have to run this roster back after last season winning one game against the Raptors in the same fashion that they beat the Bucks yesterday. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to re-sign Vucevic. I crucified them for that. I was like, this is dumb. From a GM's perspective, why would you do that? And I was wrong. I'm wrong often. ran it back vucevic gets 35 and what uh 14 out there fantastic sean when they went big he went outside and hit the ball i don't know if that's going to happen every night but he'll hit that three ball he is a threat from there Uh, when they went small he went inside it's simple it's simple. They're taking charges against Giannis. The Bucs just didn't look like... They didn't look like they knew what was going on. And I feel like that was a wake-up call. Same way I feel like it was for the Lakers. I feel like they'll both respond better. But, I've also said the Bucs are pussy this whole time. <laughs> I do believe they'll win this series. I said they would sweep. Cause why why wouldn't they? Why would they not? I don't even know. Let's take a look at the numbers on this one. I maybe there's something I'm missing there. It was never really that close, in my opinion. When it did get, you know, to six, they just pulled away again. And then the fight was gone. And it comes back, and then it's going again. You got hot hands from uh, Gary Clark. Didn't see that shit coming. Finished with 15. He started out hot. Vucevic, like I said, 35 and 14 doing this thing. Evan Fournier did nothing until the fourth. He, did, I don't believe he had a single basket. And then he hits three threes in the fourth. It's not how you start the game. It's how you end it. I know that's cliche, but this is the playoffs. It's very true. It's very true. As Damian Lillard ends the game on game time. Drink again. It's 1120 and we're drinking beers. I love it. Uh, Evan Fournier, like I said, only nine points in that. Markel Fultz, 15 points, six assists come on why is that happening terrence ross uh towards the end of the third quarter and the start of the fourth he just that's just teams playing together I give shouts out to the man who i wanted the Sixers to try and find a way to procure onto the team dj augustine people talk so much every time i mention dj augustine niggas are like what really I'm like, dog, he's, what, 31, maybe older? He's just he's just a vet who does his thing. 11 points and 11 assists out there. I'll take him over Raul Neto any night, any night, because he can actually play playoff minutes and keep you in a game. He beat the Raptors last year with the, uh, I want to say, buzzer beater, and he's anchoring the offense when the only star that they have isn't playing. This is a team that's short their best defensive player and their most athletic player. You're short Aaron Gordon and you're short Jonathan Isaac because his ancestors didn't fuck with him. What? There's no reason you beat the Bucks, But let me tell you why they did other than them playing as a unit. Steve Clifford is a great defensive-minded coach. I really think when it comes to putting a defense together, he knows what he's doing. He's the reason, other than all the intangibles that Jonathan Isaac has, that you can't coach, that you just were given by God. Steve Clifford has coached him to be better than what we expected him to be. Now we'll see how he comes back from the injury, but right now, the rest of the team is showing. yeah, we follow our coach. These were two matchups that were gonna be terrible for number one uh for the number one seeds. There's nobody on the Lakers who can guard Damian Lillard and CJ McCallum. It takes a village. There's also nobody can guard Anthony Davis, really, and all his tricks. But he'll figure it out. Uh and then to go against a defensive general and Steve Clifford. Giannis is going to have to figure it out. And this is why I think this uh, series will be much more interesting than just one game. Steve Clifford will make adjustments and figure out what he has to do against Giannis. What he can do with what he has. He has proven that. I don't think he's out of tricks. He will keep it going if need be. He will come up with something different. What else does he have to do? except what he always does, which is figure out ways to defend. Mike Budenholzer, as I always say, he's a one-trick pony. He has the one thing that gets him a nice seed in the playoffs. And if that doesn't work, he's just going to keep doing it over and over again. If that shit does not work in the playoffs, he will keep hitting his head against the wall until he breaks through. Now, luckily for him, he has Giannis who can literally probably break through this wall right now and interrupt this recording. <laughs> but we've seen a kink in the armor. We, we, we've seen that they can be hurt. Both the Lakers and the Bucks have dropped some blood right now. It doesn't matter if it's a lot because it's not. It's just one game. Now, if there was home court advantage, this would be a bigger deal, but there isn't. You don't want to give up home court advantage. Every night you have a equal opportunity in the bubble. Uh but we've seen we see the blood. So you best believe other coaches are Building up a blueprint, or looking at what they have against what the Trailblazers did to the Lakers, or what the Bucks uh, couldn't figure out against uh, the Magic. They're obviously focusing on their own matchups, but if they are looking to move on and play one of those two respective teams, they are looking at this tape. I guarantee it. They are looking at their roster. They are looking at what they do now. Will it work against the Lakers or the Bucks? Can we do what these other two teams are doing right now? And they will look to see if what those two teams are doing continues. They might not get W's out of it, but if it continues to give the Bucks and the Lakers headaches. So we'll see. Now, moving on to personal business. All right. I fucking hate Brett Brown. <laughs> I hate him. I just. I understand. I haven't lost any bets that I've made. I, I started getting on. A, what is this? DraftKings book. I put in like $25 and now I'm up to like 160 over just two days of basketball. I haven't been wrong. Which I would have got it on the Magic and the Bucks, but I bet that Jason Tate, uh Jason Tatum would lead the Celtics and score, lead the whole game in scoring. And I was a little nervous to start the game out. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I was nervous because Embiid was, what do you go four for four or five for five starting the game out? Ten points right there. I believe he got to the line as well. Played this uh, Brett Brown. It's to this great defense that I liked that eventually Boston figured out. But keeping Joel Embiid in the middle pretty much the whole time, which, you know, that sounds like no shit, that's how you play basketball. But, no, this was really working to start the game out. It was. Joel Embiid was getting the ball in the post. That didn't last. Uh, Joel Embiid got to stay in the center on defense let Tice take these jumpers that I don't believe in, uh, even airballed. Uh, Just Joel was disrupting everything from the middle, not by even really doing anything, just by staying put whenever the man he was switching on to had the ball or didn't have the ball. He just stayed in the middle. The rules say you can stay in the paint. As long as your man has the ball. So he's right there in the middle. And if he doesn't have the ball, move over to the left or the right a little bit. That's okay. You're still disrupting all these lanes. And it was perfect. And then Clippers just started moving that thing. And there's nothing we could do about it. Shouts out to Matisse Stiebel. I don't know what the plus minus was for Jason Tatum when... Thibault was on him, but I believe he didn't even really score in the third. It was a little quiet down the stretch in the second. And then they put it away. Um, What do you have, like 20 at the half? So we, you know, upped our usage of Thibault in the third. Just Tatum, I don't believe he scored in the third at all. Got away from that for whatever reason. Uh, in the fourth, and yeah, Jason Tatum led all scores, and I made some money off of it. Like I said, I was nervous at first. Joel Embiid was getting the ball, and then it fucking stopped. I got a drink on that. Why, why is he not getting the ball in the post? Who can bang with him? Now, I will say this. Joel is no angel in the post. He does make his mistakes when it comes out, comes to passing out of double teams. That does happen. Can he focus with one man on him? Yes. Nobody can stop him in the post with one man. It's not really possible. He will find a way to get a foul. You might get a stop, but he will get in that player's head, and he will ru- he, he will ruin them. He will embarrass whoever you put down there. Celtics are smarter that. Tice isn't doing anything against him. We all know that. So send in the help. Whether it be that Nat, Kimball Walker, whether it be Jalen Brown, whether it be Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, whoever. Get somebody over there. Because we're not afraid. They, They were not afraid of the shooters that the Sixers had. Rightfully so. Nobody was bombing away. And... Honestly, you could talk about the issues that the Sixers have in this game. Most of them stem from the talent that's on the team. And then then you got to look at Elton Brand, the general manager on that. Uh, But a problem that I have, which comes down to Brett Brown's coaching, two problems. Why are you not dumping the ball in the post regardless? Because this is your only chance to win, is if Joel Embiid is... Leading the game and scoring. That's the only way you're going to win. Um, Two. What is up with the off-ball movement? I see niggas just standing around looking like me in a pickup game. Difference between me and them are vast. These are professionals. Who are not tired. Move. Move. Fucking move. You're just standing there and then even where you where you're standing is not helping the spacing so i this comes down to a discipline prop this is a discipline issue you need to coach these things you need to light a fire on these motherfuckers why are you standing in the wrong spot why are you just standing at all move Joel beads getting a double team on them this should be easy points You shouldn't, nobody should be in the post when Joel Embiid is getting double teamed. The only time you are in the post when Joel Embiid is getting double teamed is because he just passed you as you were cutting, and now we have an easy two. If you are just standing there, you are helping the Celtics defense. Because who's ever guarding you can now bring the triple team, can now get the rebound, can now get the loose ball. So many things they can do. Meanwhile, you are doing nothing, but standing there. So now it's effectively three-on-one with the other four guys on the Sixers just waiting to get back on defense. This isn't the 50s. This doesn't work. I just don't understand it. And maybe Brett Brown's too hard-headed to change anything. But why the fuck? You have never won anything. I don't want to hear about what you did on the Spurs. You didn't do that. You were there. You learned a lot. You kept morale up. You helped some players out with their shooting form. Great. That was pop. Pop made adjustments. Brett Brown does not make the proper adjustments. And And that's really what separates run the mill coaches from good and great and excellent coaches can you make adjustments do you even make adjustments and are they the right ones i don't know and another thing that proves that this is not a well-coached team 18 turnovers in 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 the game four quarters 18 turnovers what? I, I don't know. You're almost averaging five turnovers a quarter. What the fuck? Okay, let's just say they score on half of those. And let's just say they're two-pointers, which, you know, fast break, yeah. You're taking yourself out of the game. And they still almost won this. They were still in this game despite 18 turnovers, not moving the ball well, not giving the ball to their best player, not moving off ball, terrible spacing, with all of that, they were still in this. And that goes back to the Lakers game as well. With all the things that they did wrong, they were still in that game. So that's a punch in the mouth for three teams now who can definitely win their series and probably will if if they get their star players acclimated to the playoffs and give them, put their player best player in the position to win. With Anthony Davis, it's him putting himself in because nobody's taking those shots away from him. Who? Who's going to take up dumb shots? Maybe Kyle Kuzma, that's it. But it's up to you to take those shots. Get in the post. Work the way Vucevic did against the Bucks. When you see them going a little bit smaller, you see uh, you see Whiteside sitting down, get in the post. Nurkic can't hang with you. The help that they bring will not stop you. You will get to the line. You will find the open man. You're, you will be part of the offense more than you were last night. With Giannis. Okay, they want to build a wall. Okay. Your team wasn't hitting all the shots they that they usually do. That will change or it won't. It's up to you to get them assertive. They don't have to settle for the shots. They can drive in. Who's banging with them down there? Nobody. It doesn't just have to be you. Get your team right. Get the ball to Joel Embiid. Move without the ball. Don't have 18 fucking turnovers. All of these things are correctable for these three teams. And they can all win their series. I have money on the Sixers winning this series. As much shit as I talk about them. Even betting against them in game one. Betting that Boston would win. Betting that Jason Tatum would be the leading scorer. Getting both of those things right and covering the spread. Um... I still got money on the Sixers winning in six. Even though that's not what I said to you guys last week. I had a change of heart. I know the Sixers... No, it's not even a change of heart. I know the Sixers can win it. But I know Brett Brown is a fucking moron. So, we'll see what happens there. New Portland will win too. Because Dayton time. Drink again. Oh, we had Porzingis get thrown out Monday night. Now, I'm not going to say he's the X Factor. Because I still have the Clippers winning this. But I do want to talk about Luka Doncic and how I called it. I'm calling a lot of things. It's almost like I know basketball. Crazy, right? Uh, Luka Doncic out there getting 40 Shit ton of assists. Just being the whole offense. You know, sort of like LeBron was. Just wasn't in 40. Uh, Luke's out there doing his thing. Uh, did he have a Jeremy Lin triple-double? I I, I need to check this. Is, is that what happened? Let's check these stats real quick. Because I'm fairly sure he did. 42 points. Seven rebounds, nine assists, 11 turnovers. Yeah, he almost had the Jeremy Lin triple-double there. It's when you get points, assists, and the turnovers. I told you guys. Luca's defense, subpar. It hurts the team, for now. That can be changed if they get better defenders around him. And you Steph Curry, the whole thing, and just make sure he stays on the switches. Uh... That's the best you can do. But the turnovers—here's the thing: his usage rate is so high that you're gonna have turnovers. That high. it's never an excuse to have ten turnovers. There is no excuse. You gotta play three overtimes. There is no excuse for having ten turnovers. You want to know why you're not getting past the Clippers or you're not pulling this upset? It's not because of the refs, even though they were wrong. It's not because of the refs. You're not playing great defense or good defense or just okay defense. And you're turning the ball over 11 times. 42 points, uh, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds. That's great. But you had more than half of the turnovers that the Sixers had as a unit. You did that yourself. That's not acceptable. If I'm gonna chew the sixes out about this shit, you best believe I'm at you about it. And I've been at Luca about this for the past couple months and the past four episodes of us. Subpar defense and turning the ball over at a high rate isn't gonna win games. And it's crazy because everybody says that about Trey Young, but we don't say shit about it to Luca. Trey averages thirty, damn near ten assists. But he had the highest turnover rate out of anybody. And he's the worst defender. Not being over dramatic here. He was literally the worst defender in the league. You don't win like that. You have to build the personnel around his defense, and he has to not turn the ball over that much. Now, for Luka, I don't know what he's going to do. Who's going to handle the ball? Who else do you really want handling the ball? You want Luka handling it. Does great passes. Can score. Shooting 33% from three, which is the difference between him and Trey. But, eh. It's all good and well. But who... Nobody else is going to handle the ball. So these turnovers are going to have to happen. Until they get a second ball handler out there. It's not JJ Barea. Shut the fuck up. Uh... They got to find that guy. They don't have it right now. And maybe they don't need it. I doubt it. But that style. Probably doesn't get them far. I say that as a fucking hypocrite. Because now we're going to move over to the Rockets. Rockets versus Thunder last night. Called it. I call it, I bet money on this one too. I was like, I'm not betting against who, the man I think should be a three-time, if not four-time MVP of the league, James Harden. I'm not I'm not going against him. Who else forces you to play their style? The Rockets force you to play their style. And if the Thunder know is good for them, they will sit Steven Adams for the rest of the series or have him come off the bench. It's just not going to work. I know you dance with the ones that got you there, but you're not going to win with him out there. You're not. And the Rockets could have played better than they did last night. And obviously so can the Thunder, but it's up for them to figure it out. Who's going to guard Harden? Well, nobody, because nobody can guard him. You put somebody out there that... I got to say, Dennis Schroeder did the best job on him out of anybody, Uh, but even he looked disinterested. Shouts out to Chris Paul yelling at him, uh, I want to say, right before half or right before the end of the third quarter. Gives the ball out of the inbound to Schroeder, open corner three, just doesn't take it. One second left, just doesn't take it. Chris Paul gets on him. People call Chris Paul an asshole, but... He's often right. We've all worked with a guy like that. We're like, oh, he's such an asshole. But was that nigga really wrong? Nah, he probably wasn't. Chris Paul is not wrong. Chris Paul did what he had to do. I trust Billy Donovan to fix and make adjustments. It'll be fine. I still don't know who will win this series, but... I don't know. All right, let me put it this way. I don't know when this series will end. I don't think it'll be a sweep. Though that is a possibility. I don't know if the Thunder will win this. That is, I could see that happening. I feel like the Rockets will win this. I just, I don't know when. I don't know how. But if we're going by what we saw last night. Shit, man, it's going to be ugly for the Thunder. I don't know. No. I trust adjustments to be made. They're a guard-heavy team. The Thunder need to realize, you just got to let Steven Adams sit. You have the guards to do this. Just run Shai Gilch's Alexander. Run Chris Paul. Run Dennis Schroeder. Run all three of them together to start the game out. Put Danil Gallinari out there against uh, PJ Tucker or Cove or whoever. And, Yeah. You take it from there. It was a poor shooting night for the Thunder. Down the stretch, they were hitting shots, but it was over. Uh, I really got a hand to the Rockets. Nobody else forces another team to drastically change the way they play. And I feel like if you don't drastically change how you play, you are either already whooping their ass or you are hard-headed. It's one or the other. And the Thunder are not whooping their ass. So if they don't make adjustments in scheme or with their rotation, they are very hard at it. And I don't think Billy Donovan is. I think he's a great coach, contrary to what Russell Westbrook has to say. And plus, once Russell Westbrook comes back, you got to hope that Westbrook is what sinks the ship. Which he very well can be. I don't think he will, though. Uh, yeah. But shouts out to James Harden. Your MVP again in my books. You just keep winning it. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's another game that I wanted... Wonder- oh, yeah. Made some money off of this one, too. Uh, Jazz versus Denver. It wasn't as much as what I thought it would be with... Uh, Yusuf Nur- uh Not Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Bringing the ball up and keeping Rudy out of place. Uh, it wasn't as much as that. It was really just the guards going at it. And I feel bad because I failed to talk about them at all when I did this breakdown. I thought it would all be the Joker. Uh, Jamal Murray, who I've always liked since I've seen him playing, like, what is it, the uh, under 18 or under 20 uh, FIBA shit, uh, representing Canada out there. Boy, can hoop. Uh, never doubt that. Donovan Mitchell. What do you have? They uh, have 50, uh, 52, 54. God damn. I couldn't believe I was watching this shit. I mean, I was hyped because I was like, cover the spread. But <laughs> I also bet that this game would go to overtime and I, I got made some money off it. I only bet a dollar. made 16. I'll take it. I'll take that. Uh, I don't believe that we'll get the same scoring output by both of those guys in the next game, which is today. I don't believe we'll see that. I think, I still believe that the Jazz will lose this one. Uh, I got to talk about Michael Porter Jr. out there. Good job subbing him out down the stretch because he don't know what the fuck he's doing on defense. (laughs) Oh, man. The way the Sixers look when Joel Embiid gets the ball in the post, that's how Michael Porter Jr. looks on defense. <laughs> just and not that they don't want to do anything, but he's just sitting there. He has no clue. He has no clue what the fuck is going on, what the fuck to do. He, he needed to get subbed out. He was putting that ball in the hoop, though. Give him credit. I don't know if he's a second-half player yet. But I'll definitely say he can start these games out and uh, make sure you're not down at the half, which that's a good problem to have, honestly. You have defenders you can put, you can put out there in, in, in spite of him, and it'll be fine. Uh, still got the Jazz losing this one. Is there another series I just didn't cover? I, I feel like I haven't missed anything. Feel like I covered the shit that matters. Uh Okay, yeah, Brooklyn versus the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors are gonna sweep that. <laughs> and, and that's really about it. Uh I don't know if I missed anything. Charles Barkley calling the sweep <laughs> against the Lakers. He don't mean that. Oh, maybe he does. He's picking Portland and go to the finals. Maybe he does mean that. But here's the thing. If Portland beats the Lakers and they end up... I think they will play either Thunder or Rockets. I think they will end up playing the Rockets. Yo, that's going to be fun. Like, this is what we want. We want the guard warfare. I'm sorry, Lakers. This is not a big man league anymore. In order for you to have a big man... I don't care how good he's shooting... Even if he's shooting at a cat level. uh, You got to have them shooters, bruh. You do. You you really do. And the Lakers shooters did not show up. Uh, Portland, if they move on and they play the Rockets, that's going to be so much fun to watch. I will make a pussy bet and be like, I bet that everybody who's watching will have a good time. I'll bet $5 on that. Probably make a quarterback, but I'll take that. Uh... <laughs> Let me get the fuck up out of here. Uh, this is a quick one, cause there's no, there's nothing to talk about in football. It's just all camps. I don't care that much about camps. Just let me know when the games are on. All right, y'all. It's been free. No big Rudy today. Uh, take it easy.